0: it's helpful and it's powerful to work through that. And I know a lot of famous athletes are using, and I bet you there's more, they're just not talking about it because no one wants to share their secret, but there's a lot of famous athletes that have used hypnotherapy, like Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods. There's something to this. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I love it. I love it. Do you offer pacing services? Cause I think you could be a secret weapon.
0: Uh, heck yes, I would love to do that.
2: I'm <laughs> pace us on a race.
0: Yeah, that would be You're awesome. Nuts. He's mine. I'm in.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast. With your hosts, Norman and Jody, discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. Hey everyone, we are back with another Gotta Run Racing Podcast.
1: Yes, we are. What's going on?
2: What's going on is that we're going to be revamping our new website coming up soon.
1: Yes, it's going to be exciting, something fresh.
2: And we have some something going on in the works for next year as far as our races go.
1: And race registration for our events will be open sometime in December, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. If you're on our email list, then watch for the email. Otherwise... You should subscribe, head over to racing.com, and of course, we'll do shout-outs on our social media channels as well.
2: Today, we're going to shift gears and talk to a hypnotherapist who's also our ultra-runner.
1: That's right, I'm excited for this one.
2: It's uh, going to be something new for both of us.
1: That's right, because normally we just talk to runners about their races, but today we're going to get into some nitty-gritty on what tools we should all have on our toolbox to help us get to the finish line.
2: That's right. So who is on the podcast today?
1: Today we have Holly Gron, ultra runner, life coach, and certified registered hypnotherapist living in British Columbia. She's conquered some of Canada's epic ultra races, finishing the death race four times, as well as Fat Dog and Whistler Alpine Meadows, just to name a few. Through her coaching, she specializes in helping runners change their mindset, reduce stress, improve focus, and visualize success. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. In our chat with Holly, we discuss her ultra running journey and how hypnotherapy has helped her succeed and possibly help you in your running journey.
2: Yes, because a lot of athletes do hypnotherapy to improve their performance.
1: Absolutely. You could name... A few just off the top of your head, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, well, I know we know some in the tennis world.
1: Iga Swiatek, Right. And?
2: Naomi Osaka.
1: That's right. Hmm.
2: And I also know hockey players, football players, you name it.
1: Absolutely. So let's get to it.
2: Here's Holly coming up.
1: Welcome to the podcast, Holly. We're so happy to have you on. And we want to chat with you about what you do, what you offer to runners, obviously, through hypnotherapy. Uh, which is something new for us, but we're really curious about it. But before we get to that, we wanna touch on your ultra running background. How did you get into ultra running?
0: So I started as a road runner. I hated long distance running, which is a really funny thing. I thought (laughs) I'll just try a half marathon. I had no idea that ultra running existed. And then I thought, okay, well maybe I'll try um, a full marathon and I got addicted. I'll just do one. And then that year I did five. (laughs) So (laughs) it just was, I loved it. I loved the energy, the community at the time. I wasn't the fastest runner, but I was just happy to be out there. And then a friend of mine told me like Holly, her name is Carla, that I should run the ultras. And I thought she was telling me about how laid back it is and how fun it is and how you're out in nature. And I thought, that's crazy. People do that a hundred (laughs) kilometers. Like how does anyone do that? And I, I couldn't, it, it was like mind blowing to me how it was even possible And then I, somebody had asked me to do a a section of the Canadian death race. Mm. And I did, I did like two, and from there I was hooked. And the following year I decided to go after it. You too?
1: I did like two, the year that Norm did the full thing. And wow, what an experience that was. Isn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. Cause I was, all. we were both road runners as well. And death race was pretty early on in, in my trail running.
2: Well, that was 2005.
1: Yeah. So it, that was pretty early on. But uh, it's a good way to start to get into a relay to just get your feet wet.
0: <laughs> Such a cool experience. And especially being a part of the team and the relay as well. It mm-hmm. was, and from there, I was hooked. I loved it. I've done the death race many times. I've run about 500 mile races now. Oh. Um, I've done Fat Dog, Sinister Seven, Whistler Alpine Meadows, Lost Souls. And I'm just I love it. I love the community. I love the adventure of it. And pushing yourself past your limits and doing something that you never thought you could do before. And I'm contemplating the 200 miler as well in the future. So it's amazing for somebody who hated long distance running how it can evolve. And it just it's it's changed my life. I I love it. That's great.
2: What was your first ultra race?
0: My first ultra race was the Canadian Death Race. Same here. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay,
1: so now I know a little bit. Uh, now I understand you a little bit more because first, first ultra is 125k, not a 50k. <laughs> so now I get, I get where you two are coming yep. from.
2: <laughs> yep. What keeps you going back to CDR? Okay, you did it four times, right?
0: I did. I love uh, the adventure of it. It's just a really cool race. The the coin is just kind of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, you have this coin and then you give it to the Grim Reaper and you cross the boat. The community, I love Sinister Sports. I think they host such a great race. And I think it has a special place in my heart because it was my first one. And it's also a benchmark. So when I first got into ultra running, I was often chasing cutoffs. And Mm. that's an awful feeling when you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And you're kind of panicking. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm coming in well ahead of the cutoff. And Mm. that's super exciting. So it's nice to have that benchmark of where you started and then the progressions. I will probably always come back to that race at some point. And now I'm branching off and exploring other races because it's nice to go on new adventures. But I'll probably come back just to, to see where I'm at. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's
2: what I want to do because it's been 2005. So I'm coming up on 20 years.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Yeah.
2: So I'm thinking 20 years experience based on not knowing anything back then, Mm. perhaps I can do better than I did 20 years ago with all my experience.
1: Mm. So that would be 2025. That's right. Ooh, Okay. Making plans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool.
2: (laughs) That would be interesting.
0: <laughs> I agree because there's so much learning. Like you learn so much and and learning the mental game, which is what I help with in hypnosis, can be powerful too. Like when I first started, I was really hard on myself, and now I'm like working for myself instead of against myself, so it's been a game changer and it's cool to see what you learn and you grow as you, you know, advance in the sport.
2: I remember my first death race, I wore a cotton t-shirt and <laughs> shoes with holes in the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts, and I just went on piss and vinegar. <laughs> oh,
0: that's awesome. That's a great way to start.
1: <laughs> you can only improve from there. <laughs> do you have any memorable moments from the death race?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I think really the community. Oh, yes, I do have one really cool one. Actually, this is back when I was really hard on myself. And I was going up Mount Hamill And I was climbing up and I was looking at the time and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make the cutoff. And I was getting really down on myself. And now I know not to like project this on other people, but there was a guy that was just ahead of me. And I said, I hope we make it. And he said to me, he said, Holly, we're going to make it if I have to drag you up. And then all of a sudden I noticed he was slipping and falling. And the person he was running with was going, go left, go, go right. I realized he was blind. Wow. Wow. It gives me chills now just to talk about it. Yeah. He was blind That's and incredible. he was kind of chokes me up. Actually, <laughs> he was blind and he was encouraging me and he was doing it. Yeah. That's the coolest thing is that he was doing it. He found a way and he was so positive. And I thought, what's my, what's my, I, have one. <laughs> like, I, I can do this. Yeah. yeah.
2: And did you guys finish together?
0: We didn't No, he was doing a relay. Oh, okay. Mm but I was able to talk to him the next day and, and yeah, he was just so positive. So that was really, really cool. Wow.
1: That's
0: nice. great.
2: That's a great moment. <laughs> sure is.
1: Sure is. It is. Now fat dog, you upped the ante a little bit there. Would you say that was one of your more challenging races?
0: It was, you know what? Um, it's one of my favorite races because of the view. Anytime that I had a low point, I was able to take a look around me and look at where I was. And it was just Oh, it was amazing. I, I can't say enough good things about the trails. It's so remote and it's so beautiful and the people and just to, at the end of the race, I was able to keep running. My pacer at the end was surprised that that I was able to run the way I was. <laughs> and when we were climbing up skyline, so it's like a hard part where there's just these endless summits and, <laughs> and there's, it's gotta be done. And then there's one more. But the sun was coming up and it was this beautiful orange. The scenery really made it fantastic. And of course, the people, as always, it was challenging, but in a way it wasn't because it was just so beautiful and it was such an adventure and experience.
2: Yeah, right. That's it's always great to be on top of the mountain, either at sunrise or sunset. You try to get there before that. Yes,
0: (laughs) yes. And when it happens, it's just wow. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any
1: hallucination experiences?
0: That's what I was going to actually say. So (laughs) in Fat Dog, my biggest learning was to take that power nap because I was near the end. I was hallucinating quite a bit Mm. and I got to the point where I kind of just wanted it to stop. (laughs) And uh, I even said to my, my uh, pacer, I said, Oh, there's a kid's toy there. That's not a hallucination. And she said, look closer. And it was a rock. And (laughs) Uh, it was quite funny, but I think that taking that 15-minute power nap to slow down to speed up is is really important during, especially a long ultra. It's interesting what you learn along the way, and the hallucinations were quite funny. And I think it's it's also about perspective. So when I did the Whistler Alpine Meadows race, one of my friends said, "Just laugh at just laugh at them," because I was near the end of the race. It didn't make <laughs> sense for me to take a power nap at that point. And uh, I did, you know, sometimes you just got to make the most of it. Yeah.
1: I often think that I would have a hard time sleeping during a race because I, I, I generally take a little longer to fall asleep. I started listening to podcasts at night just to focus on that as opposed to my thoughts. Yes. I've never experienced A, hallucinations or B, having to sleep during a race. And I think if, after all this talk about it, because we've talked to so many people that do that. I think I need to take on a longer challenge just to have that experience because I'm so curious about where the mind goes when you're in that state. And
0: that's what I love about the hundred mile distance is it becomes a spiritual experience. You push through things that you didn't think you could push through and you go through these things and you have these experiences and it's yeah pretty fascinating. And, you know, I was scared to sleep because I, you know, am I going to be able to get back up? Yeah. How am I going <laughs> to feel? I'm going to feel groggy. But I think that the seeing enough of my friends go through that and sleep and come back and do well Mm -hmm. I think that that's definitely a good recipe but it's so much fun and it's nice to push yourself beyond those limits and see what you can do
1: right you mentioned wham will you be going to do the new race uh, next September in Whistler the new coast mountain race I should specify Yeah, I'm excited
0: to see what comes up there Wham was such a great experience. And I do really believe in supporting local runners or local race organizations. I'm going to River's Edge in Edmonton, Ah. because it's their first 100 miler. And I'm going to support uh, my friend Brian Wallace, who is the race director there. And he runs a fantastic race. And it's all for for charity as well.
1: Mm, Wow, River's Edge. So how far outside of Edmonton is that?
0: That's um, just in around the Devon area, I believe. Okay. Oh, well, it's it's a beautiful, fun local race. So I'm going to be doing that one. Um, nice. Otherwise, I'd probably check out this.
2: And what's the name of it again?
0: It's called River's Edge.
2: River's Edge. Okay. You have a river in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tells you the last time you've been to Edmonton. <laughs>
2: before we go on after fat dog did you put your name in the hard rock because you had a, a chance i it. did yeah i did
0: <laughs> i know it's a slim chance but <laughs> but i'll keep put my putting my name in <laughs> it's exciting yeah very
2: okay let's chat. let's uh chat about life coaching and hypnotherapy and because our listeners want to know what hypnotherapy is because when i think of it to hypnotize someone, I'm thinking you're going to make me cluck like a chicken, but that's not going to happen.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's not going to happen,
2: right? Can you please explain exactly what this is and how can it help runners and athletes?
0: I love talking about hypnotherapy because it's something that's so misunderstood. People think that they're going to cluck like a chicken or bark like a dog. And it's not like that at all it's what's hypnotherapy, right? It's a therapy therapeutic tool that is very effective and it is so powerful. So I've seen mind blowing results with my clients and I'm just so excited to share about it because I feel like I have this secret that is so powerful and people just aren't understanding it. So really it's, it's as simple as a deep meditative state. It's almost like a deep meditative state. So it's a state of mind where you're just super relaxed but you're actually more aware and more alert. So it's a really interesting place because you're able to zero in on the problem and we're able to pull the weeds Mm. and get rid of, get to the root of what's really going on. And the nice thing about being in this deep state is you're also more impressionable. Mm. And so beforehand, we always discuss what you want to see. and, And I put some positive suggestions in there. And we also... Look at the situation from a different perspective, because as you know, a lot of people see things from a negative perspective and we can turn that and turn it into a positive perspective because a lot of us are working against ourselves instead of for ourselves. So it's really, it's a really empowering process. Mm -hmm. And I've worked with people from beginner runners to people who are elite and really helping them move forward. People that in a race want to quit and now they're finding that they're, they're crushing it. And so it's really cool and it's, it's so powerful, but really it's, it's as simple as just being in a deep, relaxed state where you're more aware and more alert and we're able to focus. And then we're able to see things from a new perspective and we're basically upgrading the brain. Okay. So often like something may have happened and we have this negative perception and we're in a limiting belief and we're just unearthing that and we're. Creating positive beliefs, and we're helping you work for yourself instead of against yourself. The other thing that can happen in hypnosis as well so maybe you're somebody who hasn't had childhood trauma or hasn't had any bad past experiences, and maybe you're this elite runner who is absolutely crushing it already. We can use hypnosis to visualize. Mm
2: -hmm. So,
0: visualization can be really powerful because the body experiences it similarly to have run the event. And so, Mm -hmm. we can practice toughening the mind. And we can practice perseverance and we can practice positive habits and reinforce those in the brain through hypnosis. We can use visualization and we can visualize pushing through the hard times in the race. We can visualize the race course. We can visualize and we can use even visual tricks. When I'm running, I sometimes visualize that I'm running through this light tunnel and it's this really cool thing that helps me dissociate when maybe it's tough. And I just go in the tunnel and I just focus. It's kind of like Courtney DeWalter talks about her pain cave and she's chiseling away at her pain cave. We can also create this visualization that somebody can use in, in the race as well. There's so much we can do with it. I could probably talk about it for hours because I'm so passionate about it. Okay. (laughs) And it's (laughs) Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you've nothing planned today.
1: (laughs) Now, as a client, do you have to have experience with meditation or being a, I, I just wanna know, be, and I know the answer's no, but I want you to explain how you would take someone who's never had experience with meditation. Uh, for example, Norm and I in Shavasana at the end of yoga, I'm out the door. I, I don't want you to tell me when to relax and take deep breaths. Like <laughs> I'm you. there for the workout and I'm gone. So how would you handle someone who's never had experience any of that get them into it ease them in slowly <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's most people I start with most people do have a lot of chatter going on and I like you I I used to be like out the door right away I did not like sitting with my thoughts I was <laughs> like I cannot meditate when it's the thing that I needed and I I learned to to move through that just noticing your thoughts and meditation as well which people don't understand mm. And that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. One thing I wanna clarify is hypnosis is a natural state that we go into. You know, when you're driving your car and you're like, I don't know how I got here. He says that all the time,
1: (laughs) yeah. And I'm the opposite though. Oh, are you? I'm reading the signs. I know when there's a new store on my route, I see the guy walking along the side of the highway and he'll notice none of it. So that's really interesting because-
0: Because
2: I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, he's somewhere else.
0: So that's hypnosis. Or when you're so into a movie, you're like really focused in on the movie and maybe there's some background noise but you can't even notice the background noise because you're so into the movie. Yeah. Okay. That's hypnosis. Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Or if you get you're so caught lost in thought, you're daydreaming, that's hypnosis. Or maybe a more relatable one is when you're out for a run and you're in the flow. <laughs> you're in the zone. That's hypnosis.
2: Yeah. I have no idea where three hours went because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about nothing to do with running, nothing to do with running. I'm thinking of things happened in my childhood.
0: Yeah. Wow. Crazy.
1: I'm so envious of that. I I think I I need to be your next client because clearly he can get there
0: (laughs) and I don't know that I can. (laughs) I have had a lot of people feel that way too, that they're like, I don't know if I can get there. And next thing you know, they're out. I'm able to, there's lots of tactics and techniques that I can use to ease somebody in. And it's just like anything with practice, you can get there. Every single person is hypnotizable. Some people are a little bit less hypnotizable than others, Mm -hmm. arguably, but that said, the process still works. Right. So even if you don't go in this deep hypnosis the process is still powerful. So even if your eyes were closed, I would argue that the process is still really powerful. Mm -hmm. But there's still lots of ways that we can get you into hypnosis and get you relaxed. And it just it takes time. And so it may not happen on the first session. Right. But there's lots of I have lots of tools in the toolbox that I can use to get you into that that state. And a lot of people come in and they're really surprised at how relaxed they get I've even had to be careful because I've had people fall asleep on me because they're so relaxed. So definitely <laughs> to <laughs> there's lots of tricks and lots of ways that we can activate that hypnosis as well. I, I, It would be practice and it would be and even if you haven't done meditation before or are not comfortable with meditation or have a t- hard time relaxing, I would say that's even more reason to do it. Right. I, I hear yeah.
1: that.
2: A lot of people ask me, what do you think about in a long run? our training runs are five six hours sometimes and i tell them i think about things that happened in my life and i play it over and over and over again and i change the scenario of what actually did happen (laughs) to something what i would have done differently and i play it over and over and over and six hours has gone by (laughs) i would think about the exact same thing for six hours
0: wow
2: now in a race (laughs) In a race sometimes i'm thinking to myself what am i doing here why am i doing this why am i punishing myself Mm -hmm. and the Uh focus is gone Uh so what would you tell a client like me who struggles that's it does happen sometimes not often it does i'm not the only one but in a race you forget why you're there Mm
0: -hmm.
2: how do you how how do you do address that
0: what i would do is the great thing about hypnosis is we get to the root of what's going on and we can kind of drown out the outside noise and chaos and really focus in and get to the root of it. So I would say for someone like you, it'd be exploring what's going on for you. What, what's really beneath that. So really digging deeper to see what's going on. And then what I would do is reframe that and we can, we can come up with a visual that you can use. So the emotional brain is highly creative and highly imaginative. Mm. So we could even come up with like a, a shape, or a kind of like a symbol for for yeah. your mind shift, right? It could be like a smiley face, for example, right? Or kind of finding the humor or something that's gonna shift you back into that positive mindset can mm. be really powerful. So there's, lots, there's, lots, there's so much we can do, but a lot of visualization and reinforcing it in the mind. So now it becomes a habit and it's like upgrading the brain to think positive and to, to work for yourself. And often in hypnosis too, there's like some aha moments and moments of place.
2: I guess sometimes it's basically through hypnosis, hypnotherapy, you can improve focus.
0: Yes, oh yes, yes.
2: So how, explain how can you improve focus?
0: So um, there's self-hypnosis. So there's ways that you can hypnotize yourself, which really is just getting yourself into the zone and you can improve focus that way. So really um, what I like to do to improve focus is really connecting with the senses. So what, what do I see? What do I hear? Mm-hmm. What do I feel? What do I smell? Like really connecting with all the senses and connecting with the moment, the present moment. And that can be really helpful. And and obviously a positive thought as well in there can be really helpful, but we can train that as well. It's really about training focus and training mindfulness and The more that you do hypnosis, the more that you can train that focus and mindfulness or self-hypnosis too. So that's something that I teach my clients is how to, how to bring themselves into hypnosis so that they can really focus in.
2: Yeah, it's very interesting because I don't know if you realize I had this journey, a seven, eight year journey for Western States and UTMB. And along this journey, Mm -hmm. I was losing focus because it was taking so long to Uh. reach this goal. Okay. And and this is what's happening to me. I was losing focus. But when I reached the start line (laughs) (laughs) of Western and UTMB, this I'm actually at the start line, I felt that my goal, my journey is complete. Mm. I've reached it. I'm I I have have arrived.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yes.
2: So during those races, Mm. I never had doubt ever during those races. I had Um. doubt in other races getting there.
0: Okay. Uh, I see. I see what I'm
2: saying. The journey there, I was losing focus. I was having some doubt. Why am I doing this? But when I arrived, peace, calm, even though I went through freaking hell (laughs) at UTMB, I never had doubt. Never.
1: And that's so true because I only had doubt through UTMB because of his body never because of his mind, mm. but he was mm. chasing cutoffs. And yet he, I asked him after the fact, I'm like, did you ever think you weren't gonna make it? And never. he said, never. never," Which shows you his body <laughs> was not all there, but yeah. his mind certainly was, so. And that's
2: what got him through.
1: Yeah, so that's yeah. that's very powerful. But I wanted to ask you, cause you've obviously worked with lots of clients. You're
2: not charging for this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Have you checked out our virtual series yet? We run the North. Celebrating Canada's national parks features a total of 13 10-kilometer challenges, one for each province and territory. How many national parks can you name? Medals that connect, license plate style bibs, and cool swag can be yours. Visit com for more details.
1: I wanted I to ask <laughs> if you had a great example from one of your clients who had a setback or overcame a mental block and just speak generally that you can you can give because I'm sure people will be able to relate and that's what we want to do. We want people to relate to what you're saying so that they could say, well, maybe this is something that, that I should consider because quite honestly, I am seriously considering it. And I I am probably one of the bigger skeptic. I'd love to hear an example of someone that you've worked with and what they overcame.
0: I have lots of examples. One is performance anxiety. So this individual in their sport had so much performance anxiety and fear, and that was paralyzing them and causing them to choke. Mm -hmm. And so Mm, we were able to (laughs) overcome that so that they were feeling confident within themselves because they were capable. It's just that fear caused them to choke and the fear was in their way. Mm-hmm. So we were able to do hypnosis and get to the root of what was going on. And they were able to perform at a much higher level. Um, I have a couple of other cases where the athlete was an ultra runner and they were, had these negative thoughts, you know, let's get out of the race. Let's quit. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? I hate this. This sucks. This sucks not really even enjoying the process. Mm-hmm. And they were able to reframe those thoughts and get to the root of it and connect to their why and why they it lights them up and why they love it so much and connect to the joy. And they won a race, they are crushing it now. And another one afraid that they were going to quit. And they did a really amazing race and did really well. As well it's amazing what we can do when we get out of our own way
1: yeah exactly. and that's
0: really what it is and and i also have my personal experience with hypnosis as well where i felt like i didn't belong at the front of the pack mm. i didn't belong there and it was just the this thing where i let myself off the hook and i was hard on myself and so i did some hypnosis around that and now i am running way faster than i ever had before and coming in well ahead of the cutoffs and just doing way better. Like there's a huge progression in in myself. So I know that it works and I know how powerful it is. And I know that when I leave a hypno session, I feel so empowered and I know a lot of my clients do. And everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. And I find that I've been really able to help clients, not even just with the racing aspect, but also what's going on for them. Right in their lives and as they work through some of those things they're now able to really crush it Mm. so it's it's so amazing what we can do and so powerful i've even helped people with addictions overcome those so
1: i know a lot of people who stopped racing because of the performance and anxiety and that's really sad to me because it's preventing them from enjoying the the high that you get from being in a group of people like-minded people doing the same kind of thing and it's really sad to me that they stop because they're too nervous to start that's it's really, really sad
0: and even as an ultra runner i've seen yeah. people quit when they didn't have like a critical injury where they needed to quit it was they quit because of their mind yeah
2: we knew a woman that beginning of, a, of the start of a race she could not she had to look down at her feet because she was anxiety of, over the people around her. She didn't like crowds. Mm. So she had, I remember yeah. And then when the race started, she was able to open up because you can find your, your spot, but she could not look up. So that's interesting. That is
1: interesting. I'm sure you could help with that too, because obviously that's, that's a small fraction of your race experience. If you could just tackle that, mm. then the rest of it clear your mind and you're good.
0: Play. why not yeah. enjoy it and have fun and like it's an adventure it's like a party in the woods right why not enjoy it and have fun and embrace it instead of it be it doesn't have to be this negative experience of course you're going to go through right. those natural highs and lows but it doesn't have to be this consuming negative thing and imagine how much power, how much more powerful a person would be if they lifted themselves up and worked for themselves like instead of against themselves right
2: well, our situation, which happens every year, is that the time change comes. Mm-hmm. It gets darker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. The weather well, changes. The weather changes. Like right now. And then now
2: <laughs> we keep saying, okay, we're going to try to maintain our our uh, distance and our cardio up. But it, it never happens. We always end up in a funk mm-hmm. every winter.
1: And excuses. Excuses, excuses of why. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. It happens. And yeah. so
2: how mm-hmm. do we... How do you address a client like that with just the time change and the weather change?
0: I think it's all perspective (laughs) and it's all visualizing as well can be really powerful for that. So getting into a hypnotic state where you're visualizing yourself getting up in spite of it being dark outside and getting (laughs) up and- (laughs) It's so hard. And um, back to you, Norm, I think when you're working towards a bigger goal as well, remember you had talked about that big goal and how along the way it was hard. But yeah. once you were there, it was good because so it's I think it's connecting with your why mm-hmm. as well and enjoying the journey and enjoying the process. Yeah. So it is hard because we perceive it as hard. Mm. But what if we were to get up early and go, I kind of feel like a badass because it's cold outside and it's dark <laughs> and you can feel the energy like there's a difference in the energy. It's cold outside. No one else is up. I'm out there in the dark. How cool is this? you could totally change that perspective as well. And I think it's celebrating the successes along the way and enjoying the journey and maybe the races leading up to UTMB, for example, or the, like in the winter time, I often do snowshoe races here. Mm -hmm. They have some really great snowshoe races. There's an awesome race company called Dirty Feet that does snowshoe races. And so that really helps me get through the winter as well because I have these races to look forward to. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now what's, you also offer life coaching. How do those two things work hand in hand, or do you do them separately? Like, please explain that to us.
0: Life coaching is something that I started with and I love it too. It's really about helping somebody move forward towards their goals. So we, it's like having a a confidential thinking partner that helps you move forward and empowers you to move forward and take action towards your goals. And again, it's a lot of reframing Mm -hmm. and it can be quite powerful. What I found with the life coaching is that a lot of people were having these really great breakthroughs, but then they weren't following through. Mm. And my friend was a hypnotherapist and I experienced hypnotherapy with her and found it very powerful. And I put two and two together that there's something deeper going on here something more subconscious. So those same clients are now seeing big breakthroughs with hypnotherapy and there's a study done. And I think counseling is amazing. So I just want to start off by saying that I have a counselor too. So I'm not saying it's not, Mm -hmm. but there was a study done. There was a 96% rate of participants after six sessions of hypnotherapy with talk therapy, the success rate was 34% Mm. after 600 sessions. Whoa. Oh, yes.
2: Can you say that again?
0: <laughs> the study was done and after night there was a 96% rate after 6 sessions of hypnotherapy
2: compared to
0: compared to 34% success rate after 600 talk therapy sessions. That's incredible. That makes sense
1: because when you hear about people in therapy, they're in therapy for years. It's not like you just <laughs> yeah. go for a year and then you're good. No, you're always in therapy. <laughs> I'm one of them, <laughs>
0: and because I really believe in working on the mind, we we go to the gym, we work our bodies, but one the, of the most powerful things and the thing that can shut us down is our mind, and yet we don't think to to exercise our mind. And I think it's important for every single person. And I've seen powerful results in myself with hypnotherapy and then my clients as well. So the life coaching I like to have as well. I think it could be powerful because some days you're just like, I have clients who are like, Polly, I just really want somebody to talk to. I just want to, I just want to feel heard. I just want to talk this out. That's where I use the life coaching. And often I use a lot of life coaching in hypnotherapy because it's really about helping people move forward. It's not about digging into the past too much. It maybe you maybe go into the past to discover what happened, but now we're going to move you forward so that you're getting real long-term results.
1: And there's definitely less stigma about working on our minds nowadays, which is Mm -hmm. amazing because you hear professional athletes talking about it. We're big tennis fans and we know that, for example, Naomi Osaka went through, has been going through quite a few challenges and she's very open about it. And there's other players that we know that have talked about life coaches and hypnotherapy and they have a a team that follow them around and it's not just working on the body, it's working on the mind too. And you can see why that they're inundated now more so so than ever. There's so much more stress and social media, like they're running their own social media accounts. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. a young, young girl or guy for that matter, (laughs) reading all these negative things about them when they've lost a match, like it's terrible it's terrible. How do you, you can't, you're not born to know how to deal with that stuff. So absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's so much stress and and pressure and we're all human and having our own human experiences. And when you go for a run with someone, you often hear their story. And it's really interesting to hear their story and hear that everybody has a story. And it seems like a lot of people are going through things and it's helpful and it's powerful to work through that and i know a lot of famous athletes are using and i bet you there's more they're just not talking about it because no one wants to share their secret but there's a lot of famous athletes that have used hypnotherapy like wayne gretzky michael jordan muhammad ali tiger woods there's something to this yeah
1: Hmm. i love it i love it do you offer pacing services because i think you could be a secret weapon
0: (laughs) <laughs> heck yes, I would love to do that.
2: to <laughs> pace us on a race.
0: Yeah, that would be You're awesome. No, she's mine. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and when you take your nap, I can do hypnosis as well cuz your brain's still taking it in.
1: There we go. There we All go. Right.
0: Multitasking. Maybe I will sign up
1: for something longer than 100 Let's do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, she's going to be in Edmonton. Want to go to Edmonton? Yeah,
0: there we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to say that everyone, every athlete, especially in running, they have this team behind them. Uh on the race, they have their crew, they have their pacers, but you don't Uh know about the team that's not there. The team that they use to get to the race, which is their physiotherapist, their chiropractor, Uh their massage therapist, acupuncture. And for me personally, I would need to have a team that they all have their own sport so they understand what I'm going through. My massage therapist is a runner. My physiotherapist is a runner. Yes, Yeah, it's true. And in your profession, if I were to hire you, I would want you to be also a runner. So the fact that...
1: You are. (laughs) But I (laughs) mean,
2: if someone's looking for a team, I'm just saying that you are also a runner. So if a runner was looking for a a, a hypnotherapist to contact you, obviously, because you can understand their sport.
0: Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about that this morning and how important that is because... And that's why I decided to focus on athletes, because when you tell the average person that you run these marathons or these ultra marathons, and they, their, their mouths hit the floor, like they, they can't quite comprehend it. And it's hard for them to understand it. And I bet even a talented therapist might have a hard time understanding what you're going through or why you would want to push yourself harder. Like, isn't it great that you even run these things or is there something wrong? Like they they might be trying to kind of work against you unintentionally, because they don't quite understand it. I don't think a lot of people understand the running at, in the same way unless you're a runner and you know what it feels like to be out there because it's we're doing things that people can't quite comprehend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's nice that when I'm on the massage table for an hour, we can talk shop.
0: Yeah. Yes. She's
2: trying she's trying to heal me to get back in the game, but also experience we, we can relate. We can relate. Yeah. Well, this is what happened to me and she's and she can say, "Well, that's what happened to me too. So I know what's going
0: on. And when you're working with a professional, I think it's really important that you have rapport and that you feel comfortable and when you have common ground, that really helps because like you said like you can understand each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very you can good.
0: understand what they're what they're going through.
2: Yeah, for sure. Another problem I used to I I have since we have you.
0: <laughs> is, <laughs> yes. Please. <is> eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> I eat too
2: much chocolate.
0: <laughs> ah! I hear you on that one. <laughs> Is that good for me? <laughs> well, during a race, it can work, right? you <laughs> silly.
2: Well, now that I got you, I'm going to talk about all my problems.
0: I love it. Isn't it. about you, Norm? Let's do it.
1: Is it about you? <laughs> oh, it's not about me. Okay. But do you have your own coach and and hypnotherapist or yeah, do you, who do you I guess to? you do you can hypnotize hypnotize yourself but do you have someone that you look up to as a mentor
0: yes I do yes I do I the lady that I took my course with is a good friend of mine her name is Alana and she's wonderful and so she is my mentor and my hypnotherapist, and I have another hypnotherapist that I took the course with as well. And although they're not athletes themselves, they really understand my world because I've shared it with them. They're my friends, right? So it's, I do, and I really think it's powerful. And I actually sometimes like getting hypnotherapy from other people just to understand, Mm. to understand the practice a little bit more. I'm always, I'm always a student of the game. I'm always learning and trying to be better so that I can help as much as I possibly can. Mm I, I like to experience it myself so that I can learn and help more. And I'm also a passionate runner <laughs> and have my own things that I need to work on. So I do really practice what I preach and I believe that it's really important. And as for chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely work with addictions. There's all kinds of addictions, right? Phone addiction, chocolate addiction, mm-hmm. pop addiction is a thing, yeah. you know, coffee and a lot of people in the ultra running world, there's a lot of recovering addicts as yes. well.
2: And great so runners. I
0: can really help with that. <laughs> yeah. They're great runners, great people too. Yeah, And I really admire somebody who's like, I'm recovering. Like, I think that's such an amazing way to overcome an adversity. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it almost yeah. brings tears to my eyes. I think it's quite inspiring when somebody finds something now that's healthy and that they're passionate about. It's the
1: best way for our listeners to get in touch
0: yeah. So there's lots of ways. I have a YouTube channel that I just started. It's called Hypno Holly. Mm-hmm. Leading Edge Hypno is my business name. So they can find me on Instagram or Facebook. I also have a website. So it's leadingedgehypno.com. Okay. And they can just go on my website. There's lots of information on there because I know hypnotherapy is such a new, it's not a new thing, but it's slowly emerging, mm-hmm. but it's something that's very misunderstood, but yeah, so powerful. That's the hard part. <laughs> so there's lots of information on my website. And you can contact me through my website as well. And oh, and uh, all consultations are absolutely free on the house. And it's never any pressure. So it's no risk to just come and talk to me. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have about hypnosis and any nervousness that you may have around it. We can clear that. And then, then you have a, a place to decide whether this is something for you or not. Right. I think it is, but it's totally up to you. And
1: how do you connect with clients that aren't in your area? Do you do sessions
0: over Zoom? Oh, yes, that's a great question. And I'm glad you asked that. I do sessions online. I work with clients from all over the world. And a lot of people at first are kind of skeptical about working online, but I find it more powerful. Mm. Because in hypnosis, you want to be relaxed. And so what better way to be relaxed than in the comfort of your own home, right? You can curl up to your favorite blanket, you can have your favorite cup of tea or coffee beside you. And it's better for the brain because you're in a state where you're relaxed whereas you if you can imagine driving through rush hour traffic a dog runs out in front of the road now your nervous system is dysregulated and you're probably already nervous because you're coming to an appointment anyways right it's good from the comfort of your own space the other thing is i find after hypnosis people feel so relaxed and sometimes sometimes you can feel a little bit dizzy which it goes away mm-hmm. And so it's really important. It's nice when you do it from the comfort of your own home. You can just go to bed or you can just take some minutes to reflect. You don't have to get in your car and drive. I find it works really well. I also record the session so that you know what happened and what went on. So you know if you're barking like a dog, it wasn't me. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So I do record it as well. And I offer recordings for my client as well as. Clients, as well as ongoing support as well. So awesome. I really wanna set you up for success. Wow, this
1: has been great.
0: Very good. Yeah, yeah it's been
1: awesome, it's been so much fun. I'm glad we connected on Instagram. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> well, before we let you go, we're gonna do some rapid fire, okay? Just okay. some fun questions. And since you're Canadian, we're gonna throw in some Canadian uh, questions. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, butter tarts with or without raisins?
2: Without, yeah. Hello, Death Death Racer. High five, go.
1: High five. (laughs) Do you have any tattoos?
0: No. Oh, interesting.
1: Would you get one?
0: I do. You would. I want to get one that says "Keep on running."
1: Oh, okay. I like it. Are you superstitious?
0: No. Um, there's certain numbers that I like. Like I like the number thirteen. So I would say. I guess. Oh, so you're, you're a little stitious. Yes. I guess that's a, a little bit. So I guess that's a yes. <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> Can I do that? Treadmill or
1: minus 20 outdoor run?
0: Minus 20 all the way. Wow. Yeah. Bundle up.
1: <laughs> you kind of have to, <laughs> right? Yeah. Have you run at your bucket list spot
0: yet? Uh, yes. I would say Fat Dog was one of them. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. And right. Sinister Seven, Louvre, definitely was one of them. hmm and I have a few more, so the bucket list keeps going, but yes.
2: <laughs> anything in
1: Europe? Uh maybe. Maybe. <laughs> What's another sport you'd like to excel in? Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a hard
0: one. I love ultra running so much. Um, that's a really tough one. Hmm. I can't imagine anything else. Maybe I would try a trap on. Swimming, yeah,
2: okay. swimming yeah. biking, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay uh favorite ice cream flavor tiger oh wow i forgot about that flavor what is that flavor it's orange and black and so it's vanilla? chocolate and black, licor- black licorice black licorice orange and vanilla i guess yeah, yeah. i think so i forgot all about that that's <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be a professional writer musician or artist
0: oh Ooh. I'm going to go with musician. That's been popular. (laughs) Most people do. Yeah, most people do.
2: (laughs) They just know that the lifestyle is there. (laughs) Yeah, the rock, right, lifestyle. All right, Norm. Pick a superpower you'd like to have.
0: Oh, superpower. Can it be running faster?
2: You want to be the flash?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's do it.
2: (laughs) Flash it is.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) I I didn't think of another Canadian one. You got one? Oh, I know. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling?
0: (laughs) Mm. Ryan Gosling. Okay. All right.
1: Well, this has been great, Holly. Thank you so much. It's been awesome
0: and so much fun. (laughs) We try. I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) We don't take ourselves too seriously, but (laughs) that's the best way to be. (laughs) For sure. I am going to connect with you because I think I could benefit from what you're offering.
0: I would love to connect with you i can't wait for
1: sure i think that'll be my new my new year thing awesome Awesome. yeah
2: because well let's be honest you you need you struggle struggle in the winter
1: i struggle in the winter but i also uh talk myself out of hills Mm. oh i can walk Mm -hmm. it's a long race i'll just walk i do that Mm a lot yes i talk myself out of things
2: and she's a great climber i guess you can (laughs) you can run this
0: yes well you're not alone that's why i do what i do because exactly. we get in our own way i've exactly. done it too
1: and i think i say that i am i struggle with shavasana and and my thoughts and all that stuff and it's like well why what if that's something that i can overcome why wouldn't i, I can only benefit from it <laughs> yeah oh it helps
0: a lot i i know i used to struggle with it too because my thoughts would go crazy and i'd be like no i can't do this but it's actually what i needed the most yeah. and now i can do it no problem so if right. i can do it you can do it too yeah and
1: i'm 53 so <laughs> i, I want to be doing this for into my 60s for sure
2: you could go beyond that come on now reach for the stars <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly what are you talking about? why not I'm breaking
2: records at 80.
1: that would be nice but i'll work on my body but i gotta work on my mind too so yeah.
0: <laughs> it's amazing what we can do and there's lots of ultra runners running into like well into their sixties oh, yeah. and doing oh, yeah. well, so it's for amazing.
1: sure, yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Holly. It's been great.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> well, it's so nice connecting with you. It was so much fun, and I love the humor and everything. So, thank you for making it such a great thank experience too. too. Thank you. It was you a so pleasure. All right. Awesome. See you. <laughs> see you later. Bye for now. Bye.
1: And that was Holly Gron, life coach and hypnotherapist. You can find her on all social media channels or on her website, leadingedgehypno.com. You can also book a free 30-minute consultation. And by mentioning the Got to Run Racing podcast, you would also get 15% off and one free hypnosis session. All of this info will be in our show notes.
2: Wow. We could have kept going on with her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fascinating, actually. I'm I uh, excited to dig a little deeper on this hypnotherapy, because I think it... Well, obviously, everyone has something that they can work on. So, why not?
2: Yeah, I agree. And we'd even touch on other things like better sleep.
1: No, nope. better sleep, better eating habits.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: anxiety, performance, and, all that stuff.
2: And can you imagine having her in, in your corner on race day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Ollie, can you pace me for 50K? <laughs> Which she could.
1: <laughs> of course, because she's a runner. And
2: then she could just talk to you and hypnotize you or not hypnotize you but use (laughs) hypnotherapy on you during your final low moments and oh yeah sign me up for that (laughs) (laughs) all right all right until next time
1: we are your hosts jody and norman if you've enjoyed the show please leave us a rating and review on apple podcast or wherever you're listening Please visit our website, racing.com for more details and join us on social media at Gotta Run Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.